What's up, everybody? It's your host, Drew House. Welcome to Second Door on the Left. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're back. Had to bang out this podcast because uh, here we are sitting. It's 8.05 a.m. on August 23rd, and the St. Louis Cardinals, yeah, I know, them, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the team that everyone was writing off, is atop the wild card standings. Uh, and only two and a half back behind the uh, the club up north. This is an exciting time to be a Cardinals fan. This is an exciting time to be a baseball fan. Here we are uh, creeping up on September. And if you're a baseball fan or if you have a team that you love like I do with the Cardinals, then um, you know, you're hoping that your team's playing well and uh, is in the mix, in the conversation to make it to uh, October, make it to postseason. And the Cardinals are definitely in that conversation. They won again last night, 3-1, to one, a couple of home runs, a solo shot, and a two-run homer off uh, Paul DeYoung, from Paul DeYoung off of uh, Jansen, their closer, the Dodgers' closer. And they won 3-1, to one. yeah. Um, new manager, Mike Schilt, they are 24-11 and 11 under him. So playing some real good ball, playing really loose and... Uh, happy-go-lucky, and uh, man, this team is exciting to watch. I, I have to admit, I have seen hundreds and hundreds of St. Louis Cardinals games in my lifetime. I, that, there's no denying that, and there's no doubt about it either, okay? No doubt, diggity dog. The thing is, this year, with my new job and my hours, uh, and my, my normal hours, and when I'm not working, pretty much devoting everything I have to my family, couldn't be happier. Um, but a part of my soul has a little bird, red bird flying in it, and it, 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 it was lonely. So last night, they were out there on the West Coast in L.A. playing the Dodgers, as I mentioned, and I got to watch the game. You know, I recorded it. It came on around 9 o'clock. Um, and then I turned it on about 9.30, 9.45 after uh, my daughter and my wife were asleep. And I laid there and I watched the entire thing. First game I've watched beginning to end all year. I'm, I'm ashamed. But it is what it is. Um, and, and then they pulled out another one. So uh, very excited with where this team is at right now. There are about 34 games left in the season. So, still a little ways to go, but um, yeah, in a great position. Um, I'm just happy to see them playing so young and, uh, or, you know, they're, they're carefree out there. They're having a good time. And the thing is, this team is chalk full of some youth with uh, a perfect blend of the veteran presence. Speaking of that veteran presence, you still have. A first ballot, surefire, no doubter Hall of Famer behind the plate calling pitches. And uh, that's Yadier Molina. You have Yadier Molina still in the mix. You have Matt Carpenter, who uh, at one point in May was batting 140. And now he's batting, uh, I think he's pushing 300. And he's had 31 home runs since mid-May. He's an MVP candidate. Is what he's become. Uh, he's if he if he were to pull out the MVP for this year, 
he would have had the lowest batting average a month and a half into the season of any MVP in history. And it's not even close. So we'll, that remains to be seen. Obviously, the team needs to keep winning. But um, he would be, no doubter, the MVP of the team with what he's done and uh, a very strong candidate for MVP of the league. Uh, you've got guys like uh, Adam Wainwright. Just He won't retire. Uh, love him. He's due back uh, from some uh, DL um, absence. So he's coming back. Uh, you got guys like Carlos Martinez, Dexter Fowler, Marcelo Zuna, uh, other veteran pre- uh, veteran presence on that team. But then you get into the slew, slew of youth on this team. And I'm not going to go through every one of them, but I will say that they, the Cardinals, um, they've won three straight. And uh, they've all three of those games, they've had a rookie starting pitcher. So... You know, just just let that settle in for a second. I know it's not an amazing feat, but I don't know how many times it's been done this year. Probably none, but may, I could be wrong. But three rookie starters in a row and three W's for the team. So very cool. Um, the I can't if you haven't seen the Colton Wong play. Um, and you're a sports fan or you just like watching cool stuff, you should definitely check that out. Find Colton Wong from uh, Tuesday night making a play from second base. So he was he was really playing more second. He was really playing more up the middle uh, to the if you're staring if you were the batter, he's standing to the right of second base. And the batter hits a ball that the shortstop is on the left side of second, the shortstop can't make. That first step Colton Wall makes was everything. He tracks it down in the outfield, and as he's falling uh, down from his knees onto the ground, he manages to get out, get off strong enough of a throw and uh, get Justin Turner. Now, granted, Justin Turner is one of the slowest uh, <laughs> players in the game, but uh, nevertheless... If you haven't seen it, check it out. Colton Wong, he is a veteran, but at the same time, he's still very young. Um, Alex Reyes is a pitcher they have. Harrison Bader is in center field holding it down. Paul DeYoung, as I mentioned uh, from the home run last night, uh, he plays shortstop. He's very young. Uh, They have Luke Weaver pitching. They got Matt Adams back. Uh, He's really going to help out. He can play some first base for them, uh, but also come off the bench in a pinch hit situation and uh, take care of some right-handed pitching for sure he's a left-handed batter Um, Jed Jerko is another third baseman is a third baseman they have Um, and the list just goes on and on a lot of these cats I'm getting to know this year and that's because they've uh, they've been grooming a lot of these guys these young guys up through the minor leagues and yes I'm also ashamed to say that um from where we are in Mississippi, we have the little brother of the St. Louis Cardinals pretty much right up the road, and I haven't been to a game in many years. Uh, so I, I'll need to change that soon, I know. Um, but the fact of the matter is the Cardinals farm system is doing something right, and that's the Redbirds included because these guys this year – a lot of them started in the minor leagues, started in Memphis, 
and they have worked their way up to the big league roster, and they are making an impact. Uh, they are making contributions. It's it's someone different every night, and um, if you're a sports fan at all, you know that that's what makes a good team, a, a deep team, not a real just one or two superstars. It takes a whole team, a whole, in this case, 25-man roster, and um, I'm excited to see what this team does. And I'm definitely going to be tuning in more. Here we are getting down to the the nitty gritty, getting into September, where teams are. It's a, it's put up or shut up time. So um, I'm definitely loving August where we're at. Uh, they've had a, an amazing August, as I mentioned. Uh, since the All Star break, they are 23 and 10, 24 and 11 total. Uh, under the new manager, Mike Schilt. So they have really been playing some ball the second half of the season. And uh, hopefully they can you know, get into the next season, which is the off season, the best season, because uh, they've been absent from the last two postseasons. So that would be very cool. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I am an in-the-moment person, but um, fall uh, – if you tell me that the Cardinals are in postseason, they're in October, uh, a big part of me wants to just fast forward and, and get that going. So with my new hours, um, if they do make it to the postseason, I'll be able to watch every game because um, for the most part, they play all the games at night. I used to work nights, so I wasn't able to watch that. But if they get into it this year, which if they keep doing what they're doing, they'll no doubt get in. And they may even take the division from the Cubs. Um, you never know. But it, it'll be fun. Always love postseason baseball. And uh, can't wait. So, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've really expressed my love for the Cardinals on here. I Actually, I know I haven't. I know a lot of times it's either, it's been football or other matters. But, um I love the game of baseball. Um, I don't get to see it as much as I used to, or, uh, well, I don't take part in it at all, really. Um, but, yeah, it's it's something that I'll, I'll never forget as far as when I played. I wasn't very good, by the way. I had my moments, but all in all, uh, just wasn't that good. But I love the game. I love the camaraderie. I love the team sport. And, uh, really, the locker room was is what I missed. The dugout is what I missed as far as, you know, practices and just kicking it with some some guys and uh being able to uh just have fun times off the field, you know, as well as on the field and obviously winning was always fun. But um I will say my my uh boss, yeah, my boss, uh Mike Tidwell, um over there at uh, Tidwell Enterprises, Liquidations Plus should check it check us out. Uh, we're located in Olive Branch, sixty two thirty five Highway three hundred five North. And <laughs> if you can't find us, just uh, holler at me. If uh, if you need uh, if you have Facebook, we have Facebook videos. Um, but anyways, he uh, my boss. We used to play catch all the time. He played baseball. Mike and I played baseball together, and uh, those were good times. And we still talk about those times. Uh, here and there, <laughs> uh, we we would always play catch together, and for the most part, um, he was a pitcher. He was really good, uh, better than I was, but uh, 
he, he won a lot of games for the team. So, yeah, baseball is always a good time. Um, I look forward to possibly uh, getting with Olivia in some softball action. I know she is going to start uh, soccer. Soccer is the first sport, as far as I know, the first sport that she can get into when she's four. Uh, I'll have to check on softball, but I do know that she's into ballet right now and then looking to get into soccer, which I'm very excited about. I've never played soccer, but at the same time, I'm I'm willing to you know do anything as far as that little girl is concerned. So yeah, I could see myself becoming a huge soccer fan. And if uh, you've been listening to the show for a long time, you know Josh and I discussed uh, in detail the World Cup. So uh, that alone got me into it. Uh, I love the World Cup, but um, I look. For, I think it would be the World Cup every night, watching Olivia out there, you know, running around and doing the best she can uh, to score on some to score on some little girls and just you know do everything short of humiliating them. You know, maybe not putting the shirt over her head, you know, but just running around after she scores and yelling and sliding on her knees that would just be that would just make my day you know keep it reeled in a little bit don't gloat too much but I mean I think it's almost welcomed in soccer because goals are so rare that if you score a goal you are literally given the opportunity for a good 20 30 seconds to just do whatever the hell you want to and celebrate however the hell you want to and it's that makes it fun that makes it a lot of fun because I know goals are hard to come by. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I, I, on a little 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 quick side note, as we uh, wrap this podcast up, uh, I have to. I, I did see in a little uh, research for this podcast, I saw where one Albert Pujols was coming back to St. Louis as an angel, <laughs> coming back to St. Louis to play against his old team in June of 2019. Now, let me just give you a little quick uh, backstory on Mr. Albert Pujols and my love for him. This dude had arguably the best 11 years at the plate, and he even developed into an awesome first baseman, by the way, but at the plate, he probably had the best 11 years for one team that anyone has ever had. And... I'm not even joking about that. Every year, the dude was over 300 batting average. Every year, the dude was over 100 RBIs. Every year, the dude was over 30 home runs. And every year, he was over 100 runs scored. Except for, I think, maybe one year. One year, I think he only had 99 runs. Uh, which means team, people, his teammates weren't batting him in enough. But uh, he can't really help that. That is just an amazing uh, feat that he accomplished, and I will always have love for Albert Pujols. Always. That dude uh, was part of two world championships with the Cardinals, and uh, he brought just a a crazy amount of success to the team. Um, And that dude just had some crazy success on his own. Uh, There was no one like him, and uh, there'll never be anybody like him. You can just go back. It's easy to forget now because it has been – uh, really seven years since uh, Albert Pujols was a part of the Cardinals and they won the World Series from the Rangers, uh, which is a whole nother topic. 2011 World Series, you don't know about it, you need to check it out. Game six. 
Um, and then Albert left after the uh, after that year. So the Cardinals haven't been back to a World Series, and Albert Pujols really hasn't even gotten close to the World Series. The Cardinals, uh, well, the, the Cardinals did make it to a World Series in 2013, but they lost to the Red Sox. Let me take that back. Uh, they've had more success as a team than Albert has with the Angels by far. Um, but, yeah, just had to throw that in there. Pujols returns to Bush Stadium June 2019. I'll see about having to get some tickets. If not, uh, I'll definitely be tuning in. But I'm anxious to see. I, I don't anticipate any booing. Uh Maybe a little bit, but for the most part, man, I mean, get real. This dude tore it up for your team, our team, for 11 years and literally could not have done anything else. There, he couldn't have done anything else to make the team a success. He was uh, just a, a one-man wrecking machine out there. And um, so, yeah, he took a, a much more a bigger pay uh out in LA than he uh than the Cardinals wanted to give him and I get it I get it man 11 years of hard work even more than that really but just 11 years of uh productivity and 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 hard work paid off and he got he got paid out the wazoo out in Los Angeles so uh kudos to you Albert Pujols let us never forget how awesome you were in the in the birds on the bat jersey um but man this year's team yeah they're they are they're starting to click and uh, I just can't wait to see what it brings. Hopefully, I don't jinx them. But I, I got to thinking, I haven't done a podcast about the Cardinals. And uh, what better time than to, uh, than to do one when they are 14 games over 500, 71 and 57, their best, their highest uh, over 500 mark of the year. Uh, they now officially have the lead in the wild card, top wild card spot over the Brewers. And they are a. Uh, Meager two and a half games behind the Cubs with still plenty of games left against the Cubs head to head. So uh, a lot of division games left to play, period. So it's going to be a great September, great rest of August, and um, looking forward to it. Man, as always, thank you all for listening. It's always fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. I appreciate you uh, beyond uh, expression. And uh, again, if you want to get on the show, we have some we have some uh, episodes lined up in the future. Um, so if you want to be a part of the show, we while we might not be able to get you on season two, uh, y'all know how we do things. I think we took about a week break between season one and season two, so we're just gonna keep doing this thing, and uh, we definitely would love for you to be a part of it. This has been Drew House. This has been SDOTL. Have a wonderful morning, people. And, uh, you know, be nice, God bless, and uh, go Cardinals. Peace!